Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. It's week, well we're going into week four. Uh, it has been week three and what a week it was. Very surprising, there were some absolute terrible performances uh, but there were some good ones as well so I guess we'll dissect that today. But first of all, how are you today Jack? I'm pretty good, yeah. Um, first three weeks have flown by. Uh, luckily, most of the bad performances I avoided, so I'm doing pretty well across my league. So feeling good, feeling good. Yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag for me. Really, really well in some, and then really quite badly in others. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what can you do? So we'll start off with our top ten players of the week, and uh, there are some very interesting names in this list. This there week. is. There are some really interesting names. Some that have never been here before, I would imagine. Absolutely crazy, <laughs> but. Some that we, we have grown to expect, especially this year, the first of which is uh, Lamar Jackson coming off an absolutely fantastic week in week two. He's repeating his performances again in week three, so crazy stuff. He's got 40 points there, uh, which is just insane. So that's 218 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, the one interception, uh, and he's also got... Uh, I just... Oh, I was going to say, I thought it said 11 rush. Yards, but it's 11 <laughs> attempts for 107 yards and an additional touchdown. So absolutely crazy. Yeah, Lamar's been ridiculous through three weeks. Um, I think most people would agree he's probably the MVP front runner through three weeks, um, if you want to call it that. He, he leads the league in touchdown passes, he leads the league in passer rating, and he's fourth in the league in rushing yards. So like, you just you can't stop the guy at the minute. Obviously, the Ravens really need to lock him down next year, otherwise he'll be taking his talents elsewhere. Yeah, but Jackson is the the clear fantasy MVP and league MVP so far, I think. Yeah, he's doing incredibly well. I think there were a lot of people doubting his ability yeah, into this year after, after last year, but he's really, really proven himself. Wrong. And this is with a depleted wide receiver core as yeah. well. Like you've 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 lost your best receiver in Brown, really. You know, he's yeah. he's, he's not got. The apart from Andrews, there's no no solid wide receivers on the outside. So that's yeah, he's, it. he's doing incredibly well. Yeah, so if you put him in a in a in another team, then yeah, he's he's got a lot a lot to show uh, for himself in a weaker weaker offense. And uh, yeah, there's not really any running backs either to support him to nope. to shout about. <laughs> so you know, interestingly, I think the Falcons would uh, be a good landing spot. You know, you look at Cal Pitts. Absolutely fantastic tight end for him there. Drake London is coming Drake into London. his own. Good weapon. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd uh, he'd definitely spice up that offense no end. Uh, next up, then we've got Khalil Herbert. If you uh, if you want to go through his stats, yeah, of course. I mean, Herbert was obviously filling in for um, the injured David Montgomery, unfortunately, and performed ridiculously well. Uh, Thirty points. He got two touchdowns, over hundred yards rushing. The Bears somehow are two and one, um, which I just, I'm still not 100 percent sure how that's possible, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, Herbert was fantastic. 20 carries, over 150 yards, nearly eight yards a carry. Um, and if the Bears are going to win, it's not going to be on the back of Justin Fields. So yeah, fantastic performance from Herbert. And obviously, he was a big a big pickup for a lot of people off the waivers this week. Yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, it's sad that Montgomery has kind of been yeah. sidelined, but I mean, with performances like this, Montgomery is definitely going to have a competition uh, moving forward, I guess, which is uh, worrying for any Montgomery owners out there. But moving on, we've got Devontae Smith, who really did exceptionally well. Uh, so 31.9 fantasy points for him, and that's just on eight receptions for 169 yards uh, and a receiving touchdown. But well, just a solid performance there. He was present, he was in the right place at the right time, and he's got a hell of a lot of fantasy points as a result. 
yeah, Smith's been fantastic. Um, obviously, him and AJ Brown on the as the wide receiver one and two for the Eagles. The steps that Jalen Hurts has taken forward, particularly in the passing game, he's definitely got a sort of a bond with both of them now already. So I think I think Smith's in for a fantastic second year. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it's that well. It just goes to show having a good good pair of wide receivers to throw to will uh, yeah, do no end for your uh, ability there. Uh, so then, th- at number four, <laughs> this is the outlier, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you said that there was going to be a wide receiver belonging to the uh, the Las Vegas <laughs> Raiders, you would probably have predicted somebody else. Um, but no, we've got Mac Hollins Mac here. Thirty one points on eight receptions, one hundred and fifty eight yards, and a receiving touchdown. So, yeah, surprising name to uh, to read out here. It's not somebody who's particularly on my. Radar is somebody to have even picked up. I mean, in our dynasty league, which is quite deep, uh, from a roster point of view, he is—he is just sitting there on the waivers. Yes, yeah, absolutely crazy because it's. I must admit, when when I saw him going off, I did have to Google him. I was like, "Is he undrafted? What's happening?" But no, he's. I mean, he's twenty nine. He's obviously bounced around the league. He—he's he, still got less than a thousand career receiving yards, so he's certainly not a name that would be on many people's radars. And I can't imagine anyone actually started him. If you did, fair play, you, you know more than I do. Um, but yeah, fantastic performance. I don't think, uh, based on what you just said and looking at other leagues, that he's probably going to replicate this. I think it'll probably go back to Adams. Uh, but, you know, a nice performance. And if you did have him, obviously, you'd be very happy. Yeah, I mean, just to just to put some reference in here, uh, in, in his performances over the past three weeks... He already has more fantasy points this year than he's had for half of his years in the league. Yeah. Um, and as long as he gets a mere 0.5 fantasy points, uh, there'll only be one entire year where he scored more than he has done uh, this season. So, um, so yeah, he's, this is a bit of an exception to the rule, I think. But good on him. Yeah, fair play. Uh, so next up, then, we've got Hollywood Brown, uh, who... Not due to Lamar Jackson's efforts, clearly, now he's moved teams, but he's got 29 points, uh, 14 receptions, so a nice lot of uh, target share there, 17 targets altogether, 140 yards. So he was a large part of that Arizona Cardinals offense this week. Yeah, Hollywood Brown was great. I think both me and you before the season said, obviously, he'd have a a fantastic first half of the season with obviously D-Hop being out. Uh, and through three weeks, obviously, he's proven that the Cardinals are unfortunately one and two. Um, but already, uh, Brown's got 24 catches, 250 yards. I would imagine at some point he'll find the end zone more than once as well. He hasn't got a touchdown since week one. Um, but as long as Hopkins is out, Marquise Brown is going to be the bulk of the passing offense, I would imagine. So I think he's going to be he's going to be pretty good um, for the first six weeks and even beyond that. Yeah, I mean, if he carves out a spot in this offense as he clearly is doing, then uh, then yeah, he's gonna still be productive even after the return of Hopkins. I think so. Nice, nice for him there, and the fact that his points came from yards as well and not touchdowns shows that he's a reliable option. Uh, from a volume perspective, not massively, just, not just touchdown dependent, which is always important to keep an eye on. Um, speaking of. Touchdowns. Uh, we've got Mark Andrews <laughs> with Mark two Andrews. touchdowns. Uh, Twenty-eight point nine points there. Just the eight receptions for eighty-nine yards. But yeah, the, the touchdowns points. definitely buoyed his performance this week. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to have another Raven somewhere, given Lamar Jackson's absolutely crazy week that he had. Uh, so yeah, here we have him at number six. 
yeah, obviously Mark Andrews is sort of one of the top two Titans in the league. Um, I had him as my tight end one going into the season. You've got him at two. I think, is is he one at the minute and Kelsey is he two? He has overtaken Kelsey, yeah. Good, is it, good. Is it one? <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be an ongoing battle throughout the year. But I, I do think, I mean, if Jackson keep, continues to play like this, I think I think Andrews will, will keep that top spot. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you, to be honest. I think Jackson's performance is definitely... Definitely put another uh, another spin on that whole top two battle uh, for me. So we'll see how things go. But yeah, absolutely fantastic from the Ravens. And then we have uh, probably one of our favourite players in the league <laughs> at the minute. We've got Jalen Hurts who comes in with 27.6 points. Uh, 340 passing yes. yards. Three touchdowns. He didn't get an interception there. And uh, he had 20 rushing yards on nine attempts. So just... Just a great all-round performance. I think his passing ability has come on so much. It's so good to see because I think, sort of looking at last year, um, for example, how often did he get over 340 yards? He did it twice. Twice. Twice in an entire year. Whereas this year, he's he's already exceeded 300 yards twice. So he's done what he, yeah, 300 yards twice last year. He's already done it this year. We're in week three. It's just testament to how much he's improved. Yeah, yeah like I said, obviously, we, we talk about him every episode for at least five minutes. So, yeah, he's a fantastic player. Um, the biggest thing for me is, obviously, he's, he's up towards the high 60s as well in terms of uh, pass completion, which was a big issue I had with him in, the, in his first two years. He seems to have got that down, like we discussed earlier. He's got those two weapons, the run game solid, and it's nice to see that he can get a top ten fancy performance without without running the ball. Obviously, only the twenty yards and no touchdowns. So yeah, fantastic player, um, and I think there is probably the possibility he'll finish in that sort of QB one spot if he keeps going like this. Oh yeah, definitely, I agree. I would like to try and find the stat. I know last anyone who's listened to the podcast a long time, obviously, as you said, we talk about Jalen Hurts a lot, but <laughs> we did have a stat uh, about you know droppable uh, passes. Yes, uh, last another year. One you mean. I think if it was you know if if something like half of his catchable targets had been you know had yeah. actually been caught last year, his completion by his goes way up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, quite clearly having AJ Brown. Uh, in the place of Jalen Rager is obviously made a massive a big difference. Yeah. So, you know, he's getting those targets. And, and even the ones that would be quite difficult to catch ordinarily, I think he has the receivers who can just do that crazy contortion to, to yeah. catch them. So it's a massive boost to him having a, a new wide receiver there as good as, as Brown is. Um, next up, we've got quite a welcome sight, really. He's back in the top 10. Uh, we've got Derek Henry, who's who's reappeared. So 25 points for him. Uh, 85 rushing yards but here's the here's the crazy thing we've mm. got 58 reception uh, receiving yards on, on five, five receptions catches. now again we were kind of I think it was last preseason we were looking at his receptions and I don't think he even came up to about five receptions all year I mean I might be it's a bit of hyperbole there but you know he he's not involved in that particular part of the game his his ability comes from his rushing so the fact that he's getting involved now you know, is this a sign of as he gets older and maybe he needs to maybe. start to expand his, his talents so that he can keep up? But I don't know, whatever it is, it's obviously paid off because he's in the top 10 this week. Yeah, massively. I think, I mean, hopefully it's a sign of things to come. I mean, he only had, what, he had 18 catches last year. Um, he's never had more than 19 as his highest in his seven years in the league. So, I mean, 
maybe it was a one-off, but I, I must admit, if it's not, and obviously he's getting a little bit slower, and obviously the volume of carries will have to drop, um, if he can get involved in the passing game, then certainly Henry Owners will be a lot happier, because there was a bit of concern coming into week three. Yeah, yeah, there was. I think, especially because he is deemed, you know, he's, he is still a top running back, uh, in spite of his age. You know, 28 is, you know, it's a grand age for a running back, really, to still be productive, but he is still Derrick Henry, and we can't forget that, and I love to watch him. He's just one of those yeah. players where, you know, when he takes the ball and he goes running, by God, he's, it takes a lot to stop him. Tough and it's, to stop. It, it's fantastic to watch, but, you know, now he's got that new aspect to his game. You know, if he can catch that ball, he can still plough through people. You know, he still takes a couple of blockers to bring him down. So, yeah, he's going to be quite scary if uh, if this is the trend, definitely. Um, next up is somebody who I guess, you know, few years ago when he was coming in as the, the number one overall pick, we probably thought he'd be appearing in this top ten list a lot more than he has done up until now, but we do have Trevor Lawrence. It's uh, finally at, happened. At number nine. So that's 262 <laughs> passing yards, three passing touchdowns. He didn't get an interception. Uh, and he got seven yards on three three rushing attempts. But yeah, a good little showing for, uh, for Trevor Lawrence there. Very, very good um, passer rating as well. Yeah, uh, fantastic performance from Lawrence. Um, I mean, when when he was drafted, I think a lot of people, um, I certainly thought he was definitely going to be the best quarterback in that class. I know he struggled in year one, um, but so far this season, he's only been intercepted once, which is obviously the big thing coming in from last year. Uh, he had 17 interceptions last year. Um, his quarterback rating's over 100. The Jaguars themselves look very good. Obviously, James Robinson's had a bit of a resurgence. And then the Jags wide receivers, I've got to say, I've been impressed with. Christian Kirk, obviously, has been amazing. Um, but even Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, they're all contributing. And this Jags team actually looks pretty good. So, yeah, yeah I think I think Lawrence is, I think this is his, his step, step forward, I believe. Yeah, I mean, the, the offense is completely different to last year. Um, I suppose the only area that's uh, still fairly contentious from a fantasy point of view is that running back spot because we still have the argument between you know when is Travis Etienne going to take over from Never. Robinson but the way Robinson is playing you know <laughs> it's he's, not happening. he's 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 playing a lot better than Etienne is so um yeah <laughs> who knows what's going to happen there but yeah it's, it's a good year for the Jags I think they're uh, a little bit like hoping... the Ravens it's kind of exciting to watch them I was hoping for an easy win when we go to Wembley, but I'm not sure anymore. No, no, uh, <laughs> I don't know who to who to root for. I mean, last the last time, well, the only time I've been to a football match, Trevor Lawrence was on the winning side, so maybe I'll be a bad luck champion this time. <laughs> um, and finally, in the top ten, we've got Jamal Williams, who is just the poacher, um, who just comes in and takes those uh, those delightful touchdowns from all the Swift owners who are screaming every time it happens. 24.7 points, so a nice, solid performance there. Um, he's got... Uh, oh, I've scrolled far too far to the right. He's got 87 rushing yards, um, and he's also got 20 receiving yards, uh, and he's got two rushing touchdowns there. So just a solid, solid performance. Um, but yeah, while ever he's in that, that offense, I feel like Swift is going to be capped uh, insofar as how many points he can score. Uh, yeah, massively. I, I saw a stat um, earlier today when I was doing a little bit of research and he, he, he leads the league in carries inside the 10, I believe, um, which is a crazy stat. He's already got four touchdowns. 
Um, and obviously Swift, I believe, is not a cert to play this week. The latest update I've got is that he needs to get significantly better to play this week. So if Jamal Williams does start, then I think he's probably on for a, another good day because this line's offence. Never thought I'd say this actually looks very potent. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> very much so. The Lions are interesting. They score a lot of points, but they concede a lot. I think if they can tighten that defence, they suddenly become a very scary team. Um, great stuff. So that's the top 10. Just lying ever so slightly outside the top 10 by a matter of a fraction of a point is Chris Alave, who I feel like deserves a mention. He's been doing 100%. very, very well. Yeah. Um, this week was a, a big week for him with 24.7 points. He is the number 22 wide receiver overall. Um, and he just seems to have been a great great addition to the league. I suppose when you've got a QB like James Winston who does just sling it, <laughs> just you, it you are going to yeah. get a lot of points. But, you know, beating out the likes of classic players like Michael Thomas Landry as well yeah and Jarvis Landry it's uh yeah it's pretty big for uh, for Chris Olave there so I feel like he's fitting into that offense really really well yeah couldn't agree more I think I think towards the end of the year or even within the next few weeks I think he's he's probably well he's looking already like the wide receiver one Thomas obviously had a good a good start to the season Landry obviously is getting on a bit now and has taken a step back it seems but Alave and to be honest that the entire wide receiver class as a whole from this year has just been fantastic yeah yeah they've all been good Drake London as well as another exciting prospect um and obviously we've got Wilson as well, Garrett Wilson the, as well the other yeah. Wilson uh, on the Jets really really exciting too um he's just beaten out more completely i think everyone thought they'd sort of sell into wide receiver two but he seems to be the wide receiver one in the jets offense so we'll see how things change when uh when zach wilson returns i yeah, guess that's what um, i'm afraid of <laughs> things will probably be a bit different but it's it's exciting it's exciting times across the board the browns have been playing well as well should like, be three and oh yeah it's you know all the teams that you would expect to have started off badly you know the jags the lions the browns they're, yeah, they're all doing very really, really well. Yeah. Um, so it's it's exciting, I think. It's quite an even spread of points. It's quite an even spread of talent. It's uh, it's probably the most even I've seen in the league, to be honest, in the in the few years that I've been watching it. So it's it's an exciting time. Any other notable uh, individuals that you'd like to pull out for either exceptional or very dire performances <laughs> this week? Uh, I think I've, I've got to shout out Cordaro Patterson. Um, I've, I've got him in Dynasty, um, and I must admit, he's, he's been fantastic. I couldn't have asked for much more. Uh, twice gone over 100 yards rushing now. He's in the top five in the league in rushing. The Falcons' offense isn't isn't fantastic. Um, you know, Mariota at some point will be uh, replaced, I would imagine, but Patterson just keeps to seems to keep performing. So, yeah, massive shout-out to Patterson. Yeah, good shout out. I think uh, I think for me, one of the one of the biggest disappointments so far this season is probably Austin Eckler. I think I was expecting yeah, him God. to really come out of the gates firing on all cylinders, but I mean he's he's done well. He is the running back thirteen overall. He's always scoring over ten points, but he's not. He's not reaching the lofty height. Big performance, yeah. Yeah, he's not doing as well as I thought he would. Um, but yeah, as you say, I think. The, the I think the that, breakout will come. Yeah, it's it's just time, isn't it? And obviously, Herbert's been nursing an injury as well, which isn't going to help things. So yeah, you could tell it affected him. I think last game. Yeah, definitely. I think probably the biggest surprise this year for me is so far is just Russell Wilson. I honestly, oh, I, I honestly thought that <laughs> he would be doing far better than he was. I know I, I said to you earlier this week he's the QB twenty four, and that's God. just utterly ridiculous. Like. 
Last year he was the QB 16, but last year was an, an unusual year. Before that, aside from his first year, he was never outside the top 10. And now he's sitting at 24. What is going on? Um, I've, well, I've, I've obviously I've listened to a, a lot of other podcasts and a lot of looked at a lot of analysis on this, and I'm I'm not. I, th- I think he will certainly pick it back up. Um, I think the best comparison I've seen is that the first year in Nathaniel Hackett's offense was also Rogers' worst year um, in terms of pass rating and completion percentage. So I think it does take a while to get used to the system. Not to mention, obviously, he's completely switched teams and offences for the first time in his career. So I think it will come. Luckily, we have a fantastic defence, which will certainly help him. And the run game is pretty solid. So I think it will come, but whether he'll finish inside the top 10s is another matter. Good assessment. Now, moving on to next week, are there any key uh, key matchups that you want to draw attention to this week? Yeah, I mean, I think the first one, I already mentioned it to you in the in our chat. Uh, but yeah, Bengals-Dolphins on, um, on Thursday Night Football. Um, I think it'll be absolutely fantastic from a fantasy perspective. Oh, yeah. Dolphins Dolphins concede a lot of points. Bengals' defence isn't great and they haven't been playing great. So I think, you know, Waddle, Hill, Jamar Chase is still yet to get his, his, his first really massive game. Um, I think I'll probably stay up for this one because I think in terms of fantasy, I think there'll be a lot of points in this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think for me, the big game that I'm looking forward to is Saints Vikings, just because it's going to be at a decent time for us in the UK. That's given true. That it's, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that's it's true. Been played in London. Still gutted that I'm not going, but uh, at the same time, it's it's just one of those things. I think is hopefully as the kind of European games start to spice up and become more of a popular thing, which I'm definitely hoping happens. They'll they'll be back. I can watch them again, but it'll be nice to sit and watch them on uh, Sunday afternoon. And uh, hopefully see them get a win. But another spicy one potentially for uh, for fantasy points. Obviously the Saints are doing pretty damn well at the minute with uh, with Jameis Winston just slinging the ball everywhere. And uh, Justin Jefferson needs another breakout game. He's been held yeah, down. He's um, I, th- I think I think this is the one. I've seen a lot of things where this is that they're predicting a massive game from Jefferson. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think this will be it. Yeah, definitely. Any other matchups that are particularly um, exciting? I'm trying to think. There is frustratingly there is a few bad ones this week. Um, Ravens Bills, I think is is probably going to be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Jackson versus Josh Allen. Um, the Ravens defense has been appalling um, compared to how good Jackson's been. So I think again a lot of points in that one. Um, Josh Allen obviously needs a comeback win um, after that brutal loss to the Dolphins. So I, I can see him slinging it about as well. Um, and I also like e- Eagles Jaguars. I also like as a not quite yeah, as exciting, but I also like that as a as a matchup. I think yeah, it'd be a good one to watch, definitely. Especially because the the Jags are kind of having a bit of a resurgence now, and the Eagles are just really clicking. It'll be good to just watch how it's it's going to be a big test for Trevor Lawrence. I think this week because the Eagles defense has been Massive playing play. pretty damn well. So yeah, it's going to be a good one to watch. I suppose the big the big money game this week is probably Bucks Chiefs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is going to be fantastic. It, I I can see it being low scoring though. I think the Buccaneers defense is um you know they're, yeah. they're pretty pretty stout and uh Pat Mahomes and they're struggled so against banged them before. Up. Yeah, and they're so banged up on offense the Bucks. They're, yeah. they're just there's so many injuries it's it's painful, but yeah, the, the defense I think will probably be good enough to keep him in it. Keep him in it. Excellent. So that's uh, that's next week. Looking forward to that very much, very much indeed. Uh, so I guess we'll just quickly run through our, our dynasty standings and see where everybody Ooh, is at the minute. So me. down at the bottom, 
we have nobody is zero and three, so everybody has won at <laughs> well least <done>. one game, <laughs> which is good to see. Uh, we've got Rohan at the bottom, uh, one and two, um, only just behind Kieran, uh, who is also one and two. We've got Elliot, who is one and two as well, at number eight. Uh, we've got James, who's one and two, and Lewis, who's one and two, and Tom, who's one and two. So we've got a lot of one and two it's teams. Tight start, tight start. Very much so. <laughs> Up at number four, we've got Sam. Lamar Jackson, solely the reason. (laughs) Lamar Jackson is doing incredibly well for Sam. I'm sure Sam's very pleased with with Jackson's performances. And then we have yourself uh, with two and one at number three. Then at number two, we've got Alex, who's also two and one. Now, he's just pipped me for points for this week. (laughs) By one. He had a cracking week. So he's got 562.98 points for. (laughs) I've got 561.56. Uh, and then I'm sitting happy as a clam up at the top with 3-0. and So hope, hoping to go 4-0 and this week uh, against your good self. But we'll see how things go, I suppose. Um, we might we might not have a podcast next week because we might just not talk yeah. to each other. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see how things go. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, all, it's all very interesting in the league. It's very tight. It, yeah, it it is very tight, and I think like a few of the like obviously Sam was one team we predicted to to do fairly badly, and I think Sam speaking to him was probably thinking the same thing. But obviously, it just goes to show how one player in this instance has has won him two weeks. Yeah, I mean, last week if we look at the points scored, Alex had an exceptional week this week, so he had one hundred ninety three points altogether. Uh, so he had some really good performances, but after Alex, there's a drop from one hundred ninety three point nine four down to one hundred fifty four, which is Sam. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm at 149.9 we've got uh, yourself and Rohan, Rohan got 148 you got 143 uh, James got 136 so there's a lot, there's like a huge amount of teams that rested yep. within that kind of 135 to 155 sort of area and then we've got an even bigger drop off big surprise with Lewis down at 99 uh, Tom at 116 and Elliot at 119, given, you know, given the players that these guys have it was a big surprise to see those kind of scores. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. I think obviously Elliot and Tom are both suffering a little bit with sort of their stars not performing. Obviously Jefferson four point four points, Dalvin Cook less than thirteen points again. Um, Tom obviously has Justin Herbert who's not been performing to his to his best, and then the likes of Aaron Jones less than five points as well. So whereas Sam's obviously had his star player perform, the teams that we thought would be sitting at the top have, have not unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it's quite surprising. I guess Sam also, we can't forget, he's got Devontae Smith, who has he been does. quiet, but now yeah. he's got this new sort of renovated offense. He suddenly becomes a, a very key player on Sam's team, as well as Trevor Lawrence, who's now kind of reaching those lofty heights that nobody expected. So, yeah, Sam's got a very much... Uh, he's got guys who are starting to pop nice off now, team. which is yeah, exciting to see. Uh, I think... For Sam, the, the one guy I'm really looking forward to really starting to make an impact as well is Traylon Burks because I think he's had a yeah. slow start, but I, I definitely feel like he's... he's the not, talent is there. He, yeah, definitely. He's just yeah. he's just got to get up to speed. But yeah, Sam's team suddenly starts to look quite scary um, as, as these players start to, to really fit into the new offences. So yeah, I love the tightness of the league. It's nice how close everything is. And, <laughs> yeah, I just want to win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that was a short and snappy one this week, uh, but a good one nonetheless. We'll obviously be back next week, and uh, we'll see how things change based on 
the upcoming uh, games, and I really hope that Minnesota win the UK because uh, I'll be very. I upset think you'll if they be don't. all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! Thank you very much, and we will see you next time.